Hello you guys, welcome back to Still Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Kirsty. And you know what, you guys, I am going to be honest with you. You know, I never say I'm going to lie to you guys. I'm going to be very upfront. I'm going to be very honest. I was really contemplating even doing an episode this week. Um, I just, I've been feeling burnt out lately and I don't want to sit here and complain because that's not what I'm doing this for. I just, this is a safe space for me to clear my head and get my thoughts out. And I just, I've been feeling very burnt out and tired lately. And maybe it has to do with the fact that I didn't have a day off this week and I was getting home past five, almost 5.30 because of traffic. And then I have to do other things for my other writing jobs. And I just, everything kind of blurred together. And I sort of put this on the back burner, which I don't like to do because I made sure to remind myself that I started this for a reason and I shouldn't be not focusing on it because I have other things to worry about. This is something I've been wanting to do. It's important to me. And so I just, yeah, I've been feeling a little burnt out lately. Um, I'm recording this on a Saturday night. It's almost 9.30 probably. Um, I just got home from work around like 8.45ish. I took a shower, wash off the day, and I took another thing of medication because a little update on my ear. I went back to the same doctor I went to last week and my ear was still blocked, still had to vacuum it out. Um, I'm sorry this is like TMI. I'm just explaining what it is so if you don't like hearing stuff like this then probably don't listen to it but um he was like I think you might have like a fungal infection or something in your ear and he was like you can actually get he was like did you know that you can actually get a yeast infection in your ear and I was like no but those things are not fun so if I have it in my ear I'm like you know what what else what else can 2020 bring me at this point I am just I'm here for the ride. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Clearly nobody does. But, um, yeah. So, he was like, oh, like, this might be the problem. So, he put me on another antibiotic. Um, but the thing about this is it's not a drop. It's not a liquid. It's a lotion. And I have to disperse drops into my ear. But the thing is, is that it doesn't fully go into the ear. So, it just, like, leaks out and everything. So, I'm just... That's lovely. And so I have a follow-up appointment this upcoming Thursday to see if that medication is hopefully helping it and letting it go down and healing it. So fingers crossed for that because I, you guys, I, this has been going on for almost two months. Um, and it was actually starting to get a little painful. Um, it was like spreading into my jaw and giving me terrible, terrible headaches so, yeah, that has been my riveting week. Um, let's see, I hung out with my friends, I went drinking, all those those regular things that one does. Um, it's so great um, that some places are starting to reopen again. Like, there was this brewery that I went to with my best friend, back in March, like the first week in March. And we had not been back since. And they had 
the stout. I'm my preferences for beers. I love stouts, sours, um, ciders. Like I'm all about that stuff. I like fruity beers, just like any of that stuff. And they had a stout that tasted, I kid you not, like white chocolate. It was very high in percentage, which is always great. And we went back there on Thursday. They didn't have any more, but they still had some good ones. They have like, you know, their fall themed drinks and whatnot, which is really great. Because I'm usually not like a pumpkin person when it comes to flavors. I'm definitely an apple all the way. Like I love my ciders. Anyone can tell you that. And so I had gotten this like Oktoberfest one. It was a pumpkin kind and it was actually really good. It like went down easy. It was no complaints on this end. But yeah, I've just been hanging out with friends. Um, I actually, I went to, um, Salem with, um, my book club friends. It was like five of us. We went to Salem this past Sunday and it was really fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. I haven't been back since my senior year of college. So it's been about like five years. And speaking of college, I finally got my diploma from grad school literally five months later um, because I graduated the second week of May and with just everything happening. And then I got an email saying that they're going to be shipped to us by mid-September. And I just got it today on the 3rd of October, but it's really nice. It's kind of bittersweet to know that that chapter's ended in my life and now all I have to remember it so far is my loans that'll be coming up soon so I guess one of the good things about COVID is that it's delaying the loans so if you guys are in that situation make sure that you are paying as much as you can right now since there is no interest going on to your loans my friend my best friend actually just paid off his loans from undergrad He did it in like three and a quarter years, which is so fucking impressive. He was like, yeah, if you're in that situation, try to pay as much as you can right now. So there's no interest being added to it. So just a little fact trying to help you guys out. But so I'm back. I'm all over the place. Clearly, I have other things I can talk about before this, too. It's going to be a very chatty beginning Um, because I just you guys are my friends and I may not know you guys, but I like knowing that I have someone to sit down and talk to for 45 minutes to an hour about my week. It's a nice little, like, therapy for me. And I've been saying that this podcast has been like that for me, and I'm really appreciative because sometimes I don't want to talk to people about certain things, and I feel like doing this helps me in a way. So we went to Salem. Um, that morning was like so stressful for me because I had to do laundry and all that stuff. And I was going to laundry early thinking like, oh, I'm going to get it done quick. Everything's all set. They didn't open until nine, which is fine. I didn't get done until almost 1030. And we were texting in the group chat and saying like, oh, we'll leave by like 11. And I was meeting my friends at their place, which they live in Providence. So it's like a half an hour for me. And I kid you not, guys, I didn't get to their house until like almost 11 45 and I felt so bad so I was stressed out about that but um my friends really like to go out like go all out when it comes to like outfits and stuff so we dressed up for fall 
but that day was particularly warm. It was very hot. Um, it was almost to the point where it was uncomfortable. And I had on like this black floppy hat. I had on my flared jeans. I had on like a three-quarter length shirt. I had on my boots with very thick socks because my boots are a little loose on me. So I have to like double it up on socks or put on thick socks. I was sweating. And I remember we had walked to um, go see the Hocus Pocus house. And it took so long that we literally Ubered back to our car after the fact because it was like the last thing we did because we stayed there for like I want to say almost five hours we got there around one which it really wasn't that bad the traffic wasn't bad at all we got there in like a little bit over an hour which is really nice for timing and we went out we got lunch as soon as we got there and it was pretty busy I have to say for a Sunday and for regardless of like things that are happening right now in the world it was actually pretty decently busy there were tours still most of the shops were open some of them closed like earlier and you had to wait in lines and stuff which is totally understandable um, everyone was wearing masks everyone was distancing it was it was good they really did a good job with implementing the rules and guidelines and regulations so I was happy about that I didn't feel like it I missed out on some things like, yeah, some things were closed or some things you couldn't do or go near or get to, which was totally understandable. So there was still a lot to do regardless of the fact. But we went out to eat for lunch at this place and people there were so nice. Um, I had gotten a apple cider mimosa, which was very good. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, do I want more or do I not? And like one of the waiters was like, you look like someone who's going to get another drink. And I'm like, you know what? I have my friends gassing me up and now I have my waiter. So I have to do it. I, I have to listen to them. And I did. And I got a Down East um, pumpkin cider, I want to say. It was really good. They had like the sugar cinnamon rim too. So 10 out of 10. Very good stuff. We like split apps and I had a salad and stuff. It was really good. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And then we drove back and we went out to eat for like dessert and apps for supper. And it was it was honestly really nice to just hang out with people. And that sounds kind of weird, but it was it was so nice to hang out with just like a group of people on a Sunday afternoon, spending all day like I was literally out. I didn't get home until like 9:30. And it was something that was so needed for me, you know. I always say, like, I work all during the week. I close on Saturdays. I'm always working, and it's so nice to make it apparent to have one day that is sort of for you. Um, I just think it's really important, and I've been really trying my best to implement, you know, more, like, self-care stuff. You know, I finished... Um, watching uh that show on netflix ratchet i finished it last monday i want to say this past monday wasn't the best wasn't the worst it was a nice thing to watch it was eight episodes 50 plus minutes the longest it was a nice thing to watch before bed to unwind and whatnot and i've had started, I, I know I had mentioned this, and I'm actually going to mention something else on top of this, but I had mentioned I was starting to get into the book um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which if you have not read that, I highly recommend. I'm only like less than 50 pages in, but it's so, so good. And the thing I love about it the most with like any type of book 
is when they have short chapters. I'm someone who like appreciates that. I love fast paced stuff. And because if the chapters are too long, I'm going to get bored of it or I'm going to get forget about it. But, um, no, it's a really good book. And I'm trying to read more books like that because I love as much as I love reading fiction books. And I read at least like seven or eight books while in like quarantine back, like in March to like June, I want to say. And I hadn't read that much. And I was like still in school and stuff. So I had the time to do it. But now it's just like I have so much going on with like work and like other work for my writing and doing this podcast and hanging out with friends that I don't really have a lot of time to like dedicate myself to reading and I really want to get back into that so I've been trying to do it either in the morning or either at night just like a few chapters to kind of get myself off my phone and just train myself to not be scrolling through the same apps and the same stuff that I've seen for the past 10 minutes um so but no, I was thinking about doing a new segment on the podcast, and I have sort of a new layout of what I'm thinking of doing. I'm still going to be posting on Sundays, but for each month, um, which you'll see from the title of this, it's starting the beginning of the month, the first Sunday of the month, I'm going to read a short story of mine or a poem or poems of mine, just something that I've written. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing today, obviously. Um, and then however many weeks in between, if it's two or three, um, it's just going to be regular topics that I've been doing on like dating and relationships and mental health and all that good stuff. And then at the end of every month, I'm going to do a book review. So that is giving me the opportunity. Um, I don't know why I just faced out. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm very tired, but we are powering through. It is fine. It is a Saturday night, not even 10, and I'm already ready for bed, but we're doing it. Um, I was thinking of doing like a book review, book of the month type book club kind of thing. Um, it was going to make me accountable to read a book every month. And I think it'll be good for myself. I love talking about books. I love talking about writing and all that stuff and being creative. So I think it'll be, these will be good things for me. And it'll keep me on a schedule because, you know, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't have episodes or something that I think is good enough to record and talk about. So I think the idea of having stuff that is already set in stone that I can prepare for and already plan and do research and have things all set will be nice for me. So I think that'll be a really good thing. But since it is, we are already three days in October, I feel the need to say happy best month of the year. Um, it is my favorite month. Um, I love October. I love fall. I love Halloween. Um, so I'm very excited for this month. I actually because I have the day off tomorrow, I like to do things on my day off. I mean, I still get up early and there are things that I need to do. I have to do laundry because my basket is overflowing terribly and my next day off isn't until Tuesday and I can't wait that long. But um, I have laundry I have to do. I have to food shop. Um, and I will say, you guys, um, the one thing that I do appreciate besides the many things about living with my mom again is that I 
get someone else to cook for me besides myself. So I haven't had to food shop in like two weeks, but there's just like things I have to get like for myself, like my drinks I have to get, like some things to like meal prep for work and just like little things here and there, mostly like fruits and vegetables, which I know you guys probably don't fucking care about my um, food shopping list, but I have to make that list tonight too, just to see things that I need, like mainly just like breakfast foods and little things here and there that I need that I'm running out of or like to stock up on. So I'm doing that tomorrow. And then during the day afternoon, I'm doing fall things. Uh, Me and my whole family are doing a corn maze in our town and one one of our areas. And then we're doing pumpkin picking, which is I'm so excited for. I have done pumpkin picking for the past two years. So it's something I've always tried to make sure to do. And I kid you not, the pumpkins that I get from this place, they last until like March, sometimes May. And like, they're so good. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited about that. I did the corn maze, I think this will be my third year in a row doing it. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm excited to do things. I'm excited to do fun things on my day off because... I'm sick of working all week and then getting just, I get burnt out and I'm probably repeating that too many times, but you know, my head has been frazzled and I just, I'm excited to go to bed. But another reason why my head is frazzled and another reason why I didn't feel like honestly talking about the topic I was going to talk about, I'm going to do it next week so I won't give any of it away, is because I didn't really feel like having to come up with stuff and say things I would much rather just read something of mine off the page because it's not thinking really quickly because my brain and my head cannot function with it right now and I will tell you why basically I have dealt with a hangover all day and that is not fun to do when you're at work it is not fun to wake up to but so I basically may or may not have blacked out last night and let me tell you why so yesterday We had um, some people over to our place, kind of like a housewarming type of thing. I had my grandmother over, I had one of my uncles, and then my mom's friends, who are a couple. And they, like, made dinner and had, like, a big spread and desserts and drinks, of course. There was a big bottle of Pinot Grigio Barefoot, the tall one, the big ounce one. And I split it between me and my grandmother. And she maybe had two or three glasses. I finish the whole bottle and I'll explain to you why I finished the whole bottle and what got me to the point of finishing the whole bottle is that we started the conversation on politics and I'm not going to shove down any of the stuff in your throat all I am asking you to do is to vote and just do it because if you are talking the talk and you're just saying however you feel but you're not doing anything about it you're not voting for it you're not using your constitutional rights then I really don't want to hear whatever the fuck you have to say. And even when we were talking last night when I was getting kind of heated, it was a respectful thing. It was fairly equal and fine. We just had discussions. I felt good enough to express how I felt, but to also listen to what other people had to say. And I'm not going to shove down people's beliefs and their parties and any of that if you're red or blue. I'm just saying... Most of them were for somebody else that I was not, and I was the outnumbered one in that situation. 
So I felt the need to talk about why I believe in this stuff, what my beliefs are, how I feel, what is right and what is wrong in this world, in this country, and just why it shouldn't be a thing. And so long story short, I got blackout drunk from continuing to just pour the wine and basically I woke up the next morning and didn't realize how or understand how I got into bed that night and also managed to set an alarm because I woke up I just like naturally wake up now at seven because that's what my alarm is sometimes like eight or it's been basically seven 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 thirty but my body just naturally wakes up to that and I remember I was like at first, I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, where am I? <laughs> Which is, it's kind of bad to say that. <laughs> but, and then I was just more so impressed with the fact that I was able to do all that. So, I had a hangover all day. And I hate getting hungover because I get very anxious. And I'm not someone who likes to eat when I'm hungover because I just get, like, really bad stomach aches and, like, believe me being hungover and on your period during like the worst time during that day of the week of it fucking sucks like I was driving to work and I automatically just didn't want to go and I knew that it was going to be a long day because when I close it always just feels long and dragging and it did but I'm home now and I'm already thinking about eating the food that my mom saved for me that they had for dinner after I do this, and I don't care if it's going to be at almost 10.30 at night, um, we're going to ignore that fact, but yes, I do feel better, after I went on my lunch break, I felt better, because I knew I had to eat something, it was just getting to that point, I'm not someone who, when they're hungover, eats like a big breakfast, I just, I can't do it, I'll eat something, but I, I literally cannot even think about eating something after that, but I am officially done with my streak of not getting blackout this year, and it took having to talk about politics to get me there, but safe to say I'm not going to be drinking wine anytime soon. I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what, I don't really want to drink for a while, and then I realized that I made plans with my friends on Wednesday to have reservations at a vineyard that we go to, and then I have plans with my other friend the next day to go to a brewery. So that idea of quitting drinking will maybe last a couple of days because God knows I'm not having any tonight and probably won't tomorrow either because I just need to detox myself. It's just been a lot of drinking water to get me through the taste. And like it sucks too because I'm not someone who drinks caffeine. I had coffee on like Wednesday. Because I was so tired and I had knew when I came home I had to do a lot of stuff. Like Wednesdays are like my writing heavy days. Like writing an article each for both of the things I do. This is when I plan out my podcast on Wednesdays. Which clearly didn't pay off in any of this. And I got kicked in the ass for it. But don't fear. I am going to do that episode next week. Because I already have it planned out. So and I will we'll make sure to not get too drunk the night before. To not want to do it. So, and I could have done it this morning and just recorded it, but I don't think I would want to see myself or have to hear that back of me being hungover and complaining more than I probably am right now. But that was a very, very long chat catch up. Um, 
but I felt like it was necessary and needed um, to talk about. But yes, so I am now going to get into the story. I'm going to explain it a little bit. I was kind of going through the ones that I wanted to pick because some of my stories are longer and some of them are shorter. And I was like, do I want to do a longer one? But I also don't know how long it'll take me to read them. I think for next month, I'm going to tie myself for certain stories to see how long it's going to be because then I'll know if I should have like a 10 minute limit for when I um, do like the intro. So, but I don't think this one's probably going to be that long, like this episode. It might make it to like the 40 minute mark. It depends on how fast I talk, but yeah, so these are the stories that I um, had been doing. I said when I first started this, this was the ones that I was initially thinking of doing for my thesis, but they unfortunately did not um, pan out, which is fine. Um, but I like, I've realized that I like going back to these stories because in a way they are important to me because they're my life and I like reading my stuff out loud. I was never someone who liked it at first, but I think it's helpful for me because I never used to like to read any of my stuff out loud because I just would get so nervous that people wouldn't like it. And then, honestly, being in grad school really helped me with that, having to kind of force myself to get out of my comfort zone to do something like that has been probably one of the greatest takeaways I've gotten from there, is to just be more confident when it comes to just my writing in general and talking about it and it's just about being proud of whatever you write and it doesn't have to be the best thing you've ever done I've had plenty of things that have sucked but I've still felt passionate enough about it to talk about it and to get feedback on it and workshop it and all that because you're not going to get better if you don't keep trying something I think that's true for anything if you just give up on something then you're never going to see how it goes you have to keep going at it even if you don't think it's going anywhere you know things take time some Rome wasn't built in a day that fucking cliche you know a story isn't going to be written in one night you can't write a novel in a day you can try you'll go crazy and it won't be great it doesn't matter how long you sit at a desk and twiddle your thumbs and stare at a blank screen you're not going to get the inspiration for it right then and there you have to just keep going back to it so yeah um I'm literally looking at the ones like all of my stories I'm sorry guys I know you can't tell that I'm pausing it but like I've literally had to stop it twice because the lotion in my ear is like not working well with these headphones and like it keeps like (laughs) squirting out and I have to clean it and stuff and just like the glamorous life um but I was saying that I was looking at all the stories that I have because I'm reading it off my phone so I'm just looking at them and thinking of which one I want to do I was originally going to do it in chronological order so you get like a full story 
but I think I might just do it in the way that I like them the best because some of them are longer so I am going to again what I said before read them out loud before I think about how I'm going to do it so I think for this episode we're going to do the story called Always Remember Us and this story was one of the ones that I actually had to write in myself these weren't ones that I had worked on this one wasn't one that I had worked on um prior like they weren't part of a story from like an assignment that I was doing that I knew this was going to be into a much larger thing it was kind of one that I just like wrote on the spot not like actually on the spot but um it came to me a lot easier um it is about the same person that it was about in the previous story um read and I feel like this person is a a big connection to all the stories that I've done because honestly if it wasn't for this person I wouldn't have any material so I guess I have to thank that person for something even if they fucked up my life um they'll be also the topic for next week's episode which I'm not giving away the rest but I think it's something that we could all use is a little advice and that's all I'm gonna say on that but this story was actually probably one of my favorite ones that I wrote because again it came naturally to me it came easy for me it was like I was typing before I knew the words that I was going to say um when I write I like to I can write about a certain moment and it can be a short story it can be five pages and it can be about a moment or I can write about things that span out or pan out for like two or three months because maybe that's how long a relationship that I had lasted um but when it came to always writing about this person it was easy and hard to write about in more ways than one because I had memories with that person that I don't want to think of and so when I wanted to write about certain times or certain situations having to bring it back up was hard to have to relive anytime you write about something that wasn't the best or maybe was the worst um it's hard you know you have to give a lot of credit to people that write about hard situations because it's like they have to relive it for the second time or however many times they've thought about it or written about it and This story, um, the story is, I have, I'm sorry, I know that was really long, but, um, I'm trying to remember what it was about, so I'm literally just reading it over. Um, this story was about, I based it off of this past New Year's, um, I went to my ex's roommates, who's also my friend, New Year's Eve party, always talked about it, even when I was dating him, never went to the party, 
finally went to it this past year and it was really fun it was really worth it it was a lot of fun and I went up with my ex we drove up there together we left there together and we didn't get back to his place until almost like 3 a.m 3:30. um and you know spoiler alert we slept together and that's kind of one of the things that started this unhealthy chain of me hooking up with him, which I'm not doing anymore. Um, I have learned. I have wonderful friends who tell me otherwise. But, um, yeah, I was just, like, reading this over quickly. And I remember when I fell asleep that night, um thinking to myself did I make a mistake did I do something that I regret and I like to think I never regret things in my life because at the moment or that time they're what I needed as fucked up as that can kind of sound in some situations that you get yourself into I like to believe that I did it for a reason and maybe it was the alcohol talking, or maybe his persuasion was enough. Or maybe I was so desperate for touch, or just something, or a body, or a person that I didn't connect the face or the voice to it. I feel like the story is going to make me sad now. Um, but we are 33 minutes in, and I have not given you any of this shit. So I don't want to lose you guys. So we're going to read it. Again, I have not read this since I wrote it. I haven't even looked at it since I wrote it again because I kind of abandoned all my writing, which I have to get back into, but that's another time for another day or night. But here is Always Remember Us. Okay. Happy New Year, guys. Ian says as he opens the door to let us out. I turn to look back at everyone before coming face to face with the bitter chill of winter's breath. I love you all. My words I can only hope are coherent. Because when you spend the night drinking to forget the past year, you're lucky if you can remember how to walk. My purse starts to slide off my shoulder as Ian tries to retrieve it. He pats my shoulder gently. All right, let's get you back in one piece, Gemma, he tells me. A thin smile rests on his face, his hands now directing me out of the house. He's mad. Then again, it's never fun to have to be the designated driver. He's never fun when he's sober. Just before he can close the door on this party and probably night, I rake my hands through my hair. Oh no, I think I left my person there. Ian rolls his eyes at me. You're literally holding on to it right now. He starts walking without me. Come on, he says over his shoulder. So I follow him. Not that I have a choice. I have no idea where I am. The walk back to his car is never ending. Having to park along the street with over a foot of snow on the ground doesn't make it any easier. I zip up my jacket to try to protect my face from going numb. I'm cold. Are we there yet? I ask him. Not with the way you're walking. Even though he's in front of me, I still give him a glare. I'm so used to doing it to him, it's second nature. To frown at him with my eyes. 
He always says how he can have a whole conversation with them. They tell so much not even words can do. Maybe that's why I have a hard time hiding my emotion towards him. Or I did when we were together. A gust of wind comes from behind me. The powder like snow dancing in the streets. That's enough for me to shove my hands into my pockets and start running to his car. I've moved past him. Come on, stop being so slow. He picks up the pace a little. My confidence is wavering on annoying now. But when I'm six beers, one regretful tequila shot, and an empty water bottle of wine deep, I forget what it means to be tolerant. It's been 24 years and still nowhere close to finding my drinking limit. Luckily, the roads are plowed well enough so I don't have to worry about slipping and falling. Though, if it gets Ian to at least crack a smile, taking one for the team might have its benefits. I slow my pace once I'm close to his car, remembering not to lean against it unless I want to wake up the neighborhood with his alarm. Maybe it's a sign I haven't completely lost all control of my mind. The one time the cold helps me out. Ian unlocks the car and we get in. Immediately, my teeth start to chatter. He looks over at me. Seriously? You know how cold I get, I tell him. Even when we were together, I stole the sheets at night and took his sweatshirts home with me. The chattering turns into full-blown chills, and I start to shake like a small dog. A little smirk forms on his face. Here's something else. He turns the car on and puts the heat as high as it can go. I smile to myself. Always have been. I don't need to see his expression to know what it is. Because when you know someone, even if that someone isn't prominent in your life anymore, you don't forget the secret conversation you have can have in the dark. Where all it takes is a look to get your point across, your questions answered. We drive to the sound of radio stations coming in and out of service. The static is almost whimsical. But there's no music playing. People are too busy talking about their New Year's resolutions. Some are always the most generic. Lose weight, go to the gym, limit their social media time, etc. I can't get my eyes to not shut, much less come up with something that, like with my most recent dating adventures, doesn't end up sticking. I bunch my lace together on the seat to get more comfortable, hugging myself as tightly as I can. The sky is cloudy outside from what I can see through the dirty, dirty windows. Snow attempts itself to come falling down. I rest my chin on my knees. Thanks again for letting me ride up with you tonight. I yawn as my eyes beg to close. It's no problem, really, Ian says. His tires crunch under the patches of snow. The streets are quiet at two in the morning, even on a holiday. We get to a red light. The traffic lights sway back and forth from the wind. The colors blur into one as my eyelids flicker off. I don't know how long I'm asleep, but before I know it, the car is stopped and the lights inside saturate my vision. My eyes squint to get used to it. Where are we? I ask. Ian chuckles. 
back at my place. He rose to open his door before turning back to me. You don't need me to carry you inside, do you? I roll my eyes at him. Very funny, but I'm fine. I go to move without realizing he put his jacket on top of me to keep me warm. He always remembers. Once we make it up to his second floor apartment, I race to the bathroom. Forgetting I have the bladder the size of a squirrel, and the last time I used the bathroom was to vomit up my tequila shot. Sweet relief. My overnight bag rests on the couch. My bed for the night. At this rate, sleeping on the floor is just as good as long as I can get some sleep. Ian goes to his room to change, making sure to leave the door open. Boundaries are foreign to people who have already seen every part of one another, especially ex-lovers. I start undressing in the living room, too tired to care, and wanting so badly to take my shoes off and jeans. My attempt to put my oversized shirt on fails as it gets stuck around my head. Just as I finally get it on is when I see him. Whoa, he says. He stands only a couple of feet away from me. A pair of shorts and a bare chest. I have his body memorized. His weak points to tickle. His strong points to pick me up and hold me down when necessary. His soft spots I dig my head into to get close to him. I don't forget those. I can't. What? I wrap my arms around me, suddenly self-conscious. Not that he hasn't seen me without clothes on before. Except it's different when he's no longer the only person reserved to see it. Nothing. I just didn't know you were changing in here, he admits. I stand up to grab the blanket, moving closer towards him, aware that I'm only wearing a shirt that barely covers me. Sorry. Didn't know you were watching. I stare at him, waiting for his response, raising my hands up to stretch to give him a better view. He clears any space that's between us. His body radiates warmth. I want him. I'm not. His breath is warm against my skin. I breathe him in. His lips press against mine. I have a hard time catching my breath. There's an urgency between us. The time we lost from being apart. Crazy how you can go months, even years without someone, and yet the moment you're back, it's like no time has gone by. You still know what they like. Their turn-ons, kinks. He stopped kissing me only to pick me up and bring me into his room. This time shutting his door. He comes back into the room after holding a glass of water. Figured you could use us. He hands it over to me. Thanks, I say, still trying to catch my breath. I put the empty glass on his nightstand and dive deep into his covers, the same ones I helped him pick out. Somehow they're able to smell like laundry detergent and sweat at the same time. He stands over the bed and just his boxers staring at me. Really? I got cold, I say, wrapping it all around me. He laughs as I give him a little bit. Gee, thanks. Welcome, I mumble under the covers. 
I'm looking right at him. His hair is all over the place. It needs to be cut soon. I want to brush my hands through it, but our time for affection wavers. I don't chance it, though. For a busy street in a usually loud apartment, there's no noise. Maybe time is on our sides, making up for it with no interruptions. That's what I think until he reaches over to turn off the light. Darkness. Just as I'm about to turn, his face comes inches towards mine. I'm no longer cold. Happy New Year, Gemma, he says, kissing my forehead. He turns to the other side. Happy New Year, Ian. I tell him as I turn away from him, a smile taking up my face, but only for a second. We sleep facing opposite sides of his bed. The sound of the wind hitting the screen inside the window slowly puts me to sleep. This isn't a romantic moment. I know better than to assume. It can never be like that again. Because once you experience something good, so good, you can't get it back. I wonder if somewhere in his mind he keeps our memories there. The ones you save to look back on. When time catches up to you and suddenly you're years older and still remember the familiarity of waking up next to him almost every day. Or how his smile takes up his whole face when you really get him to laugh at one of your jokes. The ones you can now look back on and not have them make your heart hurt. He moves his back closer to me. Accidental or purposeful, it doesn't matter. I just hope, no matter where our lives go, he always remembers us. I know I will. Um, wow, <laughs> I'm literally crying tears. Um, oh. I have chills, actually, from reading that. Um, again, I haven't looked at that since April. Um, I don't want to cry too much. You know, it, it just sucks. If you've ever had someone in your life who was so important to you and so there for you, and you thought they were your world, and then it comes crashing down, but you see them sometimes and you get that familiarity back that I was saying. And it all just seems like it can go back to right where it was, but you know it can't because there was a reason for not working in the beginning. I think it's important to know that no matter what, you have to keep going. You have to keep moving. Whew. All right, you guys. Um, sorry to end it on such a somber note, but man, 
I really need to start reading my writing more often. Um, I was always that person. I was like, if I can get someone to connect to something I write about to feel something, literally and figuratively, then I'm doing a good job. And I remember um, for one of my stories that I workshopped in grad school, one of my residencies, one of the people had told me that they cried when they were reading it because it related to them so much. And I thought to myself, first of all, like, that's such a great accomplishment for me because all I ever wanted someone to relate or feel something for my writing. So it felt good to get that. But I never realized that it could do the same to me as well as someone else. So cool. Here's hoping the next one I talk about or read isn't that bad, but they probably all will be. That's just how I write. And I'm not going to ever go back to not being honest, even if it hurts a little years later. But that is it for this episode, you guys. I hope you have a great day, night, midweek, any of that stuff. Um, and I will talk to you guys all again, completely sober next week. Bye, you guys.